Steve Austin will be that man. Better than he was before. Better. Stronger. Faster. Hi, and welcome back to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we go back and watch our shows from the 70s and 80s when we were kids and see what we think about them now. So this is our first real episode. We're watching Six Million Dollar Man, Moon in the Desert pilot. Right? Moon in the Desert, not The Moon in the Desert, right? Uh, the Moon in the Desert. Was it? Okay. You got to watch those articles, you know. Uh, which, uh, like I said before, is the quasi-pilot where they kind of mishmashed. Uh, I guess they, what, what I saw from what I read, again, in my deep research in Wikipedia and the Bionic Wikipedia page, which if I can find it again, I'll link it to the notes. Uh, <laughs> I guess they added the, they tacked on the moon landing part at the beginning. That's why it kind of looks weird. And there's that voiceover stuff, which we'll get into. Um, episode prior to, to this podcast. So we decided to be kind of spoiler free. Would that be the right way to say? I don't think that's even the right term, but you know, we, we walled ourselves off from each other. We didn't want to spoil this for the podcast. That's right. We, we wanted it to be organic. Is that a good word? Right. Independent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we kept our opinions to ourselves until right now. So I, I want to start things out with just the intro. So the intro is pretty much what I remember, kind of all the high-tech radar, you know. High-tech for the time. For the time. Yeah. Flashing to Now it's Austin, pretty, pretty weak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my, my kids make better videos. Yeah, exactly. But um, so the, the, the piece that was confusing to me is that in the intro – it looked like Steve Austin was in a rocket headed towards the moon and ended in an airplane crashing in the desert. Yeah. And I, okay. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. See, and it seems like, I think, <laughs> I don't know for sure. Cause you know, that would be, oh, and speaking of which we could go back. We'll talk about that in a minute, but there is actually a website that I found that where they go and break down intros for shows and they talk about that one. Maybe they even talk about that. I didn't read it that deep, but I don't know if that's part of the whole uh, where they put things together because you're right. Yeah, they do, I think, show a rocket launch, like one of the Apollo missions or whatever. But the crash is actually from one of those, um, uh, what else? One of the lifting bodies, I believe it was called. Uh, and remember I said and that's actually real footage from someone that crashed. From an actual crash. Right, exactly. So it's um, – Oh, yeah, there it is. It's the M2F2, and I guess his name was uh, Peterson. So, yeah, you're right. It, it, they do kind of mash things together. I think they just wanted to make it look cool because, hey, it's the 70s still. The Apollo missions just kind of ended. So now we're going to show the rocket stuff because that's so cool because astronauts are still kick-ass, right? You know, um, everyone wanted to be an astronaut in the 70s. I know <laughs> I did. <laughs> I mean, I know my mom actually made me a costume uh, to be an astronaut. I got to walk on the moon, quote unquote, in second grade, I think it was, she had it. But so, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is kind of confusing, I guess, the way they put it together. And But it uh, it was actual real landing or crash footage, not landing. Yeah, so my, my perception as a child was it was some kind of astronaut crash right i guess it did kind of make it look like that like yeah. he went to the moon and he came back and crashed but that's right. not what actually was no, which right. I, which we do see in the show right where, you know right. they do show how that actually took place and maybe it's just the way they put the intro together to get people uh especially kids maybe interested although i will venture to say 
well, I don't know what you think, but this did not seem like a kid-friendly pilot. <laughs> this isn't what I remember. Let's put it, it that it's way. T- it's tough to say. Times have changed. Well, <laughs> um, you know, people are yeah. interested in different things right. today. Um, but yeah, I mean, astronauts were always kind of a cool thing. Right, right. But I'm just and saying. that was the draw for kids. Right. Plus it's superhero-ish. Well, yeah, definitely superhero-ish. Right, right. And again, everyone wanted to be an astronaut, especially kids. But I just mean the part where it gets pretty dark after the crash, which totally understandable. I, you imagine this guy's an astronaut. He's on top of the world. He can get all the ladies he wants if he wants, right? You know? And now he's lost his two legs and his arm. But you know what? Right. I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, so wait. So back to the intro and this yeah, getting dark. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you this. I remember as a kid, they're showing the bionic eye. Some guys holding right. it in the intro. That oh, was, yeah, go ahead. It was traumatic. No, yeah. and <laughs> There's a guy holding an eye. Right. Yeah. Well, your metal eye. It looked like a yeah, button. Right? Like, it looked like a – what it looked, reminded me of is a cufflink. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of right. It feels kind of look like a cufflink. And what if they made those for the cast? That'd be cool. They all had bionic eye cufflinks. Yeah, for like the last episode. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, <laughs> speaking of the eye part in the intro, that's I totally forgot to put this on my notes, but that's one thing I remember <laughs> when I watched it the first time <laughs> is they show the part. So they show like a schematic of his skull, right? And they show the eye and then they show all the parts to go. They like took half his brain out to make this thing work. <laughs> Just just the parts you don't need. (laughs) Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. So you got two hemispheres of the brain. You know, technically, if one is, you know, messed up, you can kind of learn the other way. But pick it up. Yeah, I don't know. It just looked like he lost half his head there. He didn't have any kind of brain injury in the actual accident. That's a solid option. It's like they just scooped out a part of his brain. You know what? We don't need this part of the medulla avogada. I don't even know if that's the right part, guys. And. uh, Yeah. We just we're, we need the electronics to make him be able to see. Yeah, there needs to far. be some kind of circuit board. To right, make exactly. That eye work. I mean back in the I mean they probably had tubes in there, right? I mean right. vacuum tubes. Or right? like yeah, wires. <laughs> there wasn't any solid state in seventy four. I mean, you saw those computers in the show. They were like the size of our That's right. living room. That's right. All right. Anyway, so the show kind of starts off, right? And they it's they show the moon shot, right, in the beginning. That's the part I guess that was tacked on according to what I saw. Um, they had to – They I don't necessarily know if they were trying to get certain people to watch it or maybe just for time to make it a pilot and put it together. But a couple things I noticed about the moonshots. First of all, again, this is tacked on, so you had that the voiceover with the doctor, which I th- – Found kind of <laughs> disturbing altogether. Yeah, I've got some notes on that. <laughs> so the, the voiceover with the doctor was like a high school film strip being narrated. It was it it was exactly. I, he probably did that as like a part time job. You could almost hear the beep. <laughs> Next frame. But but, but also <laughs> a couple times I thought. Get a room, please, you two. Or at least the doctor, because <laughs> you really seemed to be enamored with him a little bit too much. But anyway. It was Rudy. Rudy, yeah. Rudy's Rudy was the doctor. doctor's name. So anyway, a couple of thoughts I had about the moonshot. One, the doctor talks about the moonshot. And he calls it Moonshot XYZ. Seriously, that's what they called it. <laughs> that was the project name. They couldn't think of anything better. It's almost like the guys were writing the script say. Okay, uh, we'll just type in Moonshop XYZ. We'll we'll, we'll, fill that we'll, in we'll, later. we'll fix that later. And they forgot. Yeah. And he just read it. 
Um, the other thing is, was there another astronaut there? Because they show Steve Austin. They do, no, on the moon, they show a but, couple right, of but, them bouncing around. Do they? Okay. Because yeah. it seemed like it was almost like him just going up by himself. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, he, well, yeah, on, on the travel <laughs> to the moon, the camera was on Steve Austin. Right, but it, yeah, it but almost seemed like at no... the moon, he had a couple, he had a guy or yeah. maybe two other buddy astronauts. You know, I thought maybe he was just, you know, going up for, you know, going to ride the dune buggy for a little while. Right, right. Hey, uh, hey uh, Sabrina, I'll come back to pick you up after dinner. I'm just going to go up to the moon <laughs> for a couple minutes. I got to go around at a dune buggy. Um, and then... Um, so yeah, the voiceover of the doctor. I, I like the one, the one part where he, I can't remember exactly what he says, and I should have written it down and quoted it. But he says something to the point where you know he's there for the doctor, he's there for the psychological well being of uh, Steve Austin. Which, mind you, I guess the other astronaut didn't matter. Right. right. And uh, he know, had his he, own doctor. <laughs> yeah, they each have their own doctor doing voiceovers. <laughs> It's a different show. They were all spinoffs later. They just didn't they get, didn't get picked up in pilot season. Um, but so he's talking, you know, this is his big job. He's the doctor. He's 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 got this big thing. He's the only one who can do this. And his quote is like, Steve, are you nervous? Feeling good? <laughs> and that's all he says. Like some guy in mission control couldn't say that to no, him. It no, had to be the doctor. He's, he's uh, you needed 12 state. years of medical <laughs> training to be able to ask him if he's nervous. So, so here's another observation about Rudy during during the first episode, or at least part one of the two-part episode. Right. He had relatively few lines. So there, there would be a lot of camera shots on him just standing there. Exactly. And, and they may have re- repeated the same shot over and over. But, but, okay, so that was my thought. So I wrote down, how long did this moonshot take? Like 45 minutes? Because he's literally standing in the same spot <laughs> for the whole entire trip. Like it's always, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right. He's like in a door frame. You see the door yeah. frame behind him. But I did notice. And at one point I went back and watched it again. I'm like, oh, his tie is different. Maybe it is a different day. Oh. But then they cut back and he's got the same damn tie on again. Could have been a third day. But did you notice? It was the same damn shot when he was in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they had the same thing. It's like they, when they cut it together, they're like, oh, we need more shots of that's Rudy. What, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, there's Rudy's a lot of <laughs> silent shots of Rudy just standing right. there looking very just, serious. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. His name? Wait, sorry. His real name is Martin Balsam, by the way. How old do you think he was in this? Just looking at him. 45. Oh, come on. You ruined it for me. Was he 45? He was 55. Oh. But – I guess that goes against my whole thing. It always seems like when I watch these shows now, and I look at how I look up how old these people were in it when the show was real or live or so, real, live, <laughs> they're much younger they than I thought real. they were. But I guess maybe, <laughs> but maybe maybe it's just because I was you know eight yeah, when the right. show was on, and they seemed Everyone's like one hundred and ten yeah. when they were forty five. But even now, I look at it like he didn't look like he was fifty five because. Uh, I'm not that far away, <laughs> and yeah. I don't want to look like that at 55. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a but again, times are too. different, and he probably smoked 17 packs of cigarettes a day. And so. he used like Vitalis in your hair back then. <laughs> Is that what that the stuff and stuff. Well, you know, I use some stuff in my hair too. But anyway, uh, I did look up. Yeah, so he, he's only in the movies, obviously, when the TV show um, was a regular t- series. I guess I should say not a TV show. It, it was a different guy. This. Although I guess he wasn't even in all of them either, but anyway. 
And Lee Majors, I did look up his age too. He was 35. I don't know why I got an age kick. He was 35 in this, which seems oh. about right for an astronaut, though, really. Yeah. Because you figure a lot of these guys were old Air Force guys. Although this guy seemed like he seemed like he was a civilian based on a couple of yeah, things yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, they think they said that. Yeah. Um, but still at 35, you're not going to be, you know, super young going up there. And then for whatever reason, oh, I looked up the nurse because I just went, where is she from? She was only 28, which seemed about right. But. <laughs> I guess she was a regular on Ironside. Remember that show? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ironside. Yeah. Maybe that would be the one guy, of our shows. In the, wheelchair. in the wheelchair. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, cracked me up. And I actually have this with three uh, question marks and three exclamation points because I was looking up the show. They had a model you can buy of the van from Ironside. <laughs> and and it, <laughs> and the funny thing is, here, here's a picture. You can see it. <laughs> I, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> and they actually had a thing. Where they had the doors and the wheelchair would it's, come out. Yeah, like it's like could, a it's a yellow Ford. <laughs> I mean, van granted, he was in a wheelchair, so obviously wheelchair he had lift. he would have a special van for that. But yeah, it sure. just seems like an odd model to put together. Not to get know. sidetracked, but I used to but, buy well, models and never put them together. So <laughs> well, I got models occasionally because my brother did and he actually could put them together and i was not very good at it and what ended up happening is i would either a not finish them like you did or finish them and there'd be more glue than actual model <laughs> so they were never going to fall apart but good. they didn't really look like the box did all right so we digress of course we did but back all right back to the intro i know we should be moving <laughs> we should be halfway through the show by now well, we're only, you know, what, uh, 13 minutes in and we're on the first minute of the show. That's fine. In, no worries. In the intro, the rocket, I noticed, had everything kind of coated in gold aluminum foil. And I'm not sure what the significance The rocket or do you mean the lander and the moon? Well, all right. I, I mean, I'm not No, as, the lander. I'm, I know I'm they did technical. use gold foil for some stuff. I don't know. Right. No, I don't know the so significance was of it. I was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they did use – there was gold foil, and it was – I don't. again, I'd have to go in and look up stuff, but I know for a fact that they did. It was. I don't know if it was actually gold, but gold it was color. gold color, and it was – I'm right. not sure what for. You know right. what I mean? It's yeah. you know, some sort of protection. Not a subject I'm – you know, no. need to dive deep in. I'm not either. Oh, and by the way, um, we did mention about how the, the crash landing, it was a real crash. Uh, I guess the the person the um shoot what was his name again? What did I say? Peterson? Wow, why don't yeah, I have his I full name here? No. Yeah, I think that's what you said. Peterson. Yeah, um, I guess from what I saw on this one thing, I uh, one website I uh, I forgot what now I forgot what her name is. Sorry, engine space. <laughs> no, I'm we'll, we'll put it in the notes. We'll put it in the notes. Full um, but anyway, um. She was talking about it, and I guess you know that they, they took that crash footage. He had actually some similar injuries, not quite as bad as Steve Austin, but uh, one of the things that she was saying, and, and I read somewhere too, that he wasn't really fond of seeing his accident every day of the week, or every week, I should say, reliving it all the time, which obviously makes sense. Yeah. I she, wouldn't either. She, I don't think, right? She did say he walked away from that, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I like, I, 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 but I think he did lose an eye. Really, this, oh, uh, I think it was a different eye. If I remember seeing the patch correctly, I can't remember which side it was. But yeah, uh, oh yeah, there he goes. Anyway, um, where were we at? Okay, so crash. Okay, yeah, so he crashed. Obviously, we all know that. So basically, what happened then after this moon landing? Right then, all of a sudden, now he turns into a test pilot, which. Again, kind of makes sense. That's real world. Like a lot of these guys actually usually were test pilots beforehand, but I guess they were trying to 
put it in the real way that uh, Apollo's things went. You know, Apollo ended in 72 and this was in 74. So around that same time. So obviously you would have to do something. So he turned out to be a uh, test pilot. And one of the things he was testing was that uh, lifting body that he ended up crashing. Um, I would say that my one of my favorite parts of that was Wait, him. You have a favorite so part of I have the, the crash. favorite part of no 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 not the favorite part of the crash, the favorite part of leading up to it, right? Okay. So they show him going again, right? Voice over the doctor saying how Steve Austin was such a perfect specimen and uh he was the only man basically he was could do this job kind of what it was sounded like. And uh so they he goes there, right? He goes, he, the they have like some colonel waiting, what time is it? You know, right? Where's this part. guy? Where's this guy? Does he know who I am, basically? Right. And then you know, we're supposed to we're supposed to lift off at seven o'clock, and you know, and then he comes sauntering in off out of the desert, right? It's like, right. where does he come from? And they suddenly <laughs> notice him when he's like twelve feet away, right? It's and it's and it, I thought when I watched it the first time, I'm like, did I watch this wrong or see this wrong? Did he actually come from a parking lot? And I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but then I watched it a second time, and he comes out of nowhere, and he actually says he was. He didn't say he was walking in the desert, but it's essentially what he was doing and my favorite part i think <laughs> is his outfit do you remember that red pants no, I don't, I don't red pants that. i think he had red shoes and a red like silky thing he comes sauntering in this is what i thought of right away <laughs> he comes out of the desert and yeah. this song just popped right what, into my head. It, it was clear they were establishing him as being kind of a rebel because he right, yes, he, he sort of oh, totally sort of dissed the general. Right, yeah. Do you know what time it is? And he looks at the sun uh, about five to seven. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, and then just no, walks away. And, yeah, he's got the toothpick in his mouth. He was a total badass, and I guess that does make sense because the way they're setting up right, again, test pilot, uh, astronaut. King shit, right? Because what else can you possibly be in the 70s that's any better than that? That's right. Really nothing. Right. So obviously they're setting him up for this accident where he loses stuff. And I guess it makes sense as a kid. Now, granted, I don't remember watching the pilot. I probably didn't because right. if I had watched this pilot as a seven, no, wait. There's probably a good few episodes in. Before. No, wait, probably a few years because this was 74. So yeah, I would have been like five. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I would have been like. Mommy, where's his legs? You know, it would have been How fun. long did this run? Um, you know, you Do can you ask know? me that now. It's uh, six seasons. <laughs> Sorry, several seasons. <laughs> we'll edit it later. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I don't remember. But it was, it is, I think it was like six. I can't remember off the top of my head. But obviously we watched a lot of reruns, except for maybe the end, you know, because I knew I did have toys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had the $6 million man doll. So did I. With the the modules in his right, arm, exactly. Like his skin rolled up on the, right. You could look through his eye, and it just yeah. made things look further away instead right. of closer. Right, with the opposite and, of but a I, I, I also had the capsule. Did you have the capsule? The little the rocket? space capsule. Yeah, 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 yeah I, did too. I don't know what happened to mine. You, you know what? Those things are probably worth millions. Them. We could be rich right now. And yeah, eat I don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't know I thought I'd find it in my mom's basement, but I didn't. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, oh yeah, that's right. One of <laughs> I did write a. Uh, paraphrase some of the stuff the doctor said that the doctor gets to stay with Steve on reassignment to the lifting body test to keep watch of mind and body. Steve is a perfect specimen. <laughs> and I wrote, get a room. 
And then he also He's like obsessed. he went to the moon three times, which seems excessive because I did look. No one went to the moon three times, if I remember correctly. Now, there were people that went up multiple times, but um, you would usually like the, you know, because they had the people that would orbit, the guys that would orbit, of course, I should know the term, right? But they would stay up in the ship, and then because the guys would go down the capsule, and they come back up, meet up, and then go back to Earth. And I know sometimes you would do two, but one year on the ground, or one year on the ground, one year on the moon, one year on the spaceship. But it basically makes it sound like Steve Austin could just go to the moon whenever the hell he wants. Yeah, like yeah, like Uber. <laughs> yeah, moon Uber. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right. So that's that kind of sets us up there. Then you do cut to, um, which I wrote as OSI, but at some time I thought I saw on the door it said OSO. Remember, because OSI was the name of it later. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought I saw OSO at one point, too. And I thought there was some weird disconnect, but I could be wrong. But that's when you see Darren McGavin, which I don't remember. I don't know if they even did they ever say his real character name. You know, Darren McGavin is right. Oliver, the guy with the limp. Is that was yeah. Oliver? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you know that's when they. Yeah. So wait, so let's stop yeah, right yeah, there. Sorry, yeah. okay. The guy with the limp, uh huh, who is the head of the whole. We can rebuild him. Right. We can make him bigger. Right. Right. Better, faster. Right. Stronger. Whatever. He limped. Right. Why didn't Why did he, he give fix himself, himself first? Maybe that was the thing. Maybe it was like, hey, I wish I had this when I was a 35-year-old guy and I broke my leg or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he could have – I mean – Right. He could have He could have at least run in circles 35 miles an hour because he would only have one or, leg. I mean, he could have just fixed the limp <laughs> if it's like a bad – Right. Needle. Exactly. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know that. But, so that – yeah, it was – But I did – but it was, it was kind of interesting to see how they were setting it up like because I certainly did not remember anything like this. Again, I don't know if I ever even watched the pilot as a kid. But – and yeah. Oliver, and maybe in the later episodes, I don't really remember. Well, again, he wasn't even there because I think that's basically like Oscar Goldman position that okay. he took over. I okay, think. that's what but I, I kind of think was, that's that, what it was. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Oscar Goldman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So, but uh, it seems like they had that <laughs> that meeting, and then you know they're like they want to do this stuff, and they're like, ah, some guy's going to crash any minute. There's you up in the ship now, right? <laughs> it's almost like they knew he was going to, you know. Meet some un, not untimely end because I guess he didn't die, but it almost seemed like they knew something was going to happen any minute, and they just wanted these. And it almost sounded like they wanted one, but they wanted to, either that or they wanted to build like an army of like robot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the CIA guy, almost like CIA, right? right in a right. sense, that's almost what they were. Yeah, and uh, you know, one thing I remember from from watching the pilot is all right. I totally blanked. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we already forgot the whole show. Stay tuned. For <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> I'll keep talking. That's okay. I have notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, they go up in the uh, – shoot, I forgot to write down what kind of um, – people are going to be yelling at – if anyone actually listens to this, aviation guys would know exactly what type of uh, airplane that was, but I don't think it was a B-29. But anyway, they go up. He's attached to the wing. He's getting ready to go. But I did like how they're like – like 10 seconds and then they start counting right away zero and counting up and they skip five seconds and then like well if you guys can't even count from 10 no wonder why this guy crashed um and also <laughs> what was the <laughs> what are you laughing about over there but yeah, mike's just, reading I'm his notes trying to I'm figure reading, out where the hell he was yeah i don't know He's where i was this place and we're like 20 but minutes at, into the first episode i'm at 25 minutes in and my notes say 
still very little dialogue. Oh no, there reading. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Because they're in this. I mean, granted, they're they're doing a mission, but it did seem like there was some weird uh, uh, dialogue. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I did notice that it seemed like one of the um, the computers when they were. I can't remember which part it was, but when he was up there and they yeah. would show like computers, it seemed like it made the same noises. By Bionic Bionic yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw that. I, that's in my notes too. Yeah, exactly. That's the only time you heard right. a noises, bionic sound. Which again, as a five-year-old, which I didn't watch this, but as a seven or eight-year-old, when I did watch it later, I would have been severely disappointed if I did not hear that. Right. Any and of the they, noises because. That's what we looked forward to. Right. You look forward to that and. Yeah, I mean that was the whole point of the show. Yeah, so yeah, I, I did. I also yeah, noticed okay. the bionic eye sound, and then later, just jumping ahead, we can jump around. Um, there was a scene where he was saving a child from a car, right? Like all the way at the end. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he, was, yeah. he was tearing a door off, right. and I was anticipating. You were waiting the for sound. the noise. Yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't there. Yeah, just, yeah. And now we talked about the final scene, so we're done. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so. I did. I did note one of the notes. Aircraft stuff very long. It was. It was. They could have edited, but again, I'm sure they were just trying to pad it to make it the right length for the for the premiere because they wanted yeah. to make it. Uh, I guess a two hour pilot probably. So yeah, I think they were right. just kind of padding it and putting a lot of extra aviation dialogue that they really didn't need. Oh, and that's the other part. So then again, when they cut to the OSI guy with Darren McGavin, what's his name again? Oliver. You know, like volunteers. No accidents happen all the time. <laughs> it's basically. Like, Steve, Steve's out there right now flying a wing brick. We'll just wait. You know, I'm sure he's going to die any minute. Don't worry about it. Um, oh, and then, and I did note again here when they were talking to, uh, I guess, Mission Control of the, there seems to be a lot of guests on the altitude, right? They're like, eh, about 18,000 feet. Uh, we're flying this thing that has no engines. It's basically some sort of prototype. Maybe we should be a little more precise. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that type of stuff. Yeah, well, that's kind of my nerdiness. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I don't know why I noticed that. I put Oscar not proving one where Steve crashed. Well, Oscar wasn't even in Oh, that's because of the reworked pilot from the movie. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, do you have anything else to talk about that? Because next we go into the operating room if you're... Let's hit it. Okay. Let's the operating room. So... <laughs> Again, back to uh, the doctor I put on there. First notes in the operating room. Doctor's in the same clothes, in the same expression. <laughs> the tie changes a couple of times. Continuity, people. Yeah. Let's go. And that's, that's actually one thing that uh, Jen gives me crap about all the time, my wife, by the way, uh, is I do like to point out continuity errors. She says I should have done that as a living, but I don't yeah. can't make that as a living. Yeah, continuity did become uh, much... You right, know, and a again, popular thing in film until right. the nineties, maybe. Yeah, because they didn't care. You know, they're like, no one's watching this anyway. These people have three channels people to watch. Couldn't rewind and watch well, stuff. Well, not even. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they had three channels to watch. Who cares if there's some mistakes? Right, right. Uh, oh so yeah, the, then uh, go ahead. Go ahead. In the operating room, when uh, I forgot what I, Oliver asks for, like a status, of, right. of what's going, where he's like, he just kind of rattles it off. Lost right arm, legs cut off, blind in one eye, spinal column damage. We might be able to reuse his remaining arm. Like, very casual. Yeah, yeah. That's all. No big deal. It's not like he's a human being that was my friend the entire time that my voiceover was about the whole show right. so far. And here's what bothers me about that. He was he was so into, like, the kind of the bond, the friendship right. that they developed. And then and he was and blew then, it all off when he was... Well, yeah. And then... the 
the dude comes in and he's like, you know, we want to make him a bionic man and use him as a weapon. He's like, you can't do that. That's, you know, it's against, it's unethical. And then he doesn't tell Steve. He's always like, why are you so suspicious? Why do you think there's anything wrong, Steve, my best friend, who I have pictures of in my room? And I, I won't know. tell you anything about what's going on. Yeah. I, you know, you're my best friend, but I am not going to tell you anything about what's going on and why I'm putting these in. And by the way, you'll probably be dead in a week anyway, <laughs> because your whole head is not bionic and you'll probably be shot in the brain. That's right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I uh, did notice a lot of the same things you were talking about. What I did notice is, well, a couple of those I have. One, this operating scene a lot different than you would see nowadays because I did not hear one word from any doctor. No, there was no You know, speaking. it's like, right, right. Like the TV shows or movies now, you're like, scalpel, scalpel. No, there's lots, lots of... Lots of tools, right? Shown. But they like just like mad. They're like connected by the brain, like they knew what they wanted, they, right? Oh yeah, I know you need a forceps. I know you need a spreader or whatever the hell else you need, right? Um, they never would, yeah. <laughs> I don't. But again, I didn't put it on here. I don't know if that was normal for the time because I was five, six. Yeah, you right. know, I don't. I didn't pay that close attention. Right. I think you know, I didn't watch many medical dramas. I also noticed during the surgery that the bionic guy looked like a corkscrew <laughs> like it, it would screw in i didn't notice that it had it had like uh what do you call it? like no i know like a, like a screw yeah i know yeah, what you're like saying like yeah but no i didn't notice that but you know maybe that's why they needed to bore out his whole brain yeah, to that make that work <laughs> but i did yeah. but the one thing i know and i don't know if you saw my tweet when i was rewatching this i just have here during the medical part i just wrote dramatic bongos <laughs> i don't know if you noticed that I tweeted I, I that the did. other day when I was watching. I didn't say why I tweeted that. I, just said, I think I just said something like, Dramatic Bongos is the name of my next band. And we also play a lot of times with, uh, what did I say? Oh, shoot. Uh, something about cellos. Because then right after that, there was oh, like, yeah. oh, ominous cellos. Yeah, or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. So I, one thing I do want to call out is that Steve Austin, um, during this whole transformation, was really a little bitch about the whole thing. Right. And, you know, okay, <laughs> I said, I thought the same exact thing, but then back to kind of what we were talking about before, I thought about, okay, what if it was me? I was a kick-ass astronaut, a damn, well, I guess, okay, test pilot. And now I had no legs and I lost an arm and I lost an eye and I had nothing. Right. I'd be fucking Well, yeah, pissed you'd too. be pissed, but. They're giving you a better right, arm. You, you could, like, I, I know. Lift no, I totally, I, I totally get that. You can run sixty-five <laughs> miles an hour. I can't believe. Uh, what We're going to go deep about? in the psychology here, people. No, but I, I think I, I actually think when I went back and watched it again, I think they kind of did play. He played it right because at the beginning you wouldn't be thinking of that. You're so traumatized. You haven't had a chance to accept your situation. No, I am totally. Sad. No, I, I, I know you're laughing at me, but I think that's true. I think that's. You know what I mean? <coughs> Mike's hitting the cough button, so if you hear a cough on okay. my But you know what I'm saying? I, I, he, he lost everything, basically, right? Right. As far but, as he knows. But he's and better. I, I know, but he doesn't know that. He just knows that he's going to have some All right, so, some specific, looking arm. Let me give you some specific examples. Okay. So he doesn't talk to the nurse who's like, seems like it was his girlfriend or something. I'm not sure. Not until after. No, I know. For four months. <laughs> And suddenly says, 
I guess you're wondering why I didn't talk to you for four months. I mean, she was his nurse. And then he says, can I touch you? And so he touches I think her. He said, I think he said that after he got the arm, though, right? Yeah, after yeah, he yeah. got the arm. I, I did find that a little weird. So he touches her. <laughs> can I touch you? Well, I didn't you? find that weird. I'm like, yeah, you want to you want to try out the arm, see what you can feel. It right. Works. But there's other things you could touch. <laughs> but then he said, she goes to touch his face and he smacks her hand away. It's like, I didn't say you could touch me. Right. Like, that was. What? Right. And again, I think you have to realize the times. This was the 70s when women were treated like garbage. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at that because that's pretty sad, but it's true. I mean, I actually, and I. And this is the whole reason for this podcast. I don't remember that. <laughs> well, I know because we were little kids. That's not the whole reason for the podcast. But I watch a lot of these shows on the old man channels, as I call them. And you watch these female characters. And they're portrayed as either drunks, stupid, or just almost garbage. There's no one that's wow. like almost, almost. Never anyone that's in any kind of, I don't want to say power, but like. That's has any kind like, of status, like, like not because that was the time. This was before. I don't. I don't I can't remember when the ERA movement was. Not that I want to get into all that because I don't know. It was too little, but you know, it, like the nurse, like even her, she was like, I took that as her not talking was like. That's kind of how again characters were treated, female characters, but also like nurses were expected, like uh, don't talk to people because they weren't like they are now. Now nurses, you know, if you go in the hospital, nurses do most of the work. Oh yeah. Back right. then, they know more than the doctors. Back then, either a they weren't allowed, or b they had to pretend like they did. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the doctor would yeah. be like, uh, "Don't you touch that?" You know. Anyway, as we totally digress, <laughs> right. into, got into some serious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I exactly remember that. But a couple of things I, I didn't notice with the um, when they were talking about the doctor, or the not the doctor, talking to the doctor, talking about Steve Austin. They mentioned electrosleep. Basically, have they oh, had yeah. him in a medically induced coma? I guess that's the same thing, right? And they they got it from the Russians. Yeah, they got it from the Russians. I'm like, that was kind of interesting. It sounds very futuristic. I don't know when they say electrosleep. I don't know if it's supposed to be the same thing because they did have him hooked up to like an oscilloscope. Do you see that? I'm yeah, like, uh, the oscilloscope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but well, yeah. right. Well, see, the first time I saw it, I thought they didn't have like an EKG thing hooked up to him, and they were just trying to pass that off as an okay. EKG. But it's like, <laughs> but I'm like, he's dead. But I think that was supposed to be like showing his brain waves. Oh, okay. They were showing that he was in electricity. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So they go in the hospital, right? This is now when uh, Oliver, what you, like you're saying, is talking to him. I did, I did kind of crack up at the the cafeteria area. <laughs> oh yeah, the, yeah, the food machines. I have hot soup, that hot too. food, cold ice cream, and milk. I know. I have the same notes. And then, I, like, I, wow. and then like other ones, candies. And I, I mean, those were real machines, but just like. You know, I guess that's right. I do remember hot soup machines. I'm like, yeah. who the hell's uh, – I'll have a chicken noodle soup out of the machine. It just doesn't sound good. Followed by an ice cream. Right. And I guess it's really no different than the coffee, right? Because it's just hot water that's poured through. But yeah. this is like broth and like chicken parts. I mean, how gross were those things probably yeah, back then? Yeah, I don't even know. So, oh, and then I did note again. Why are nurses made to be so boring in 70s TV shows? Kind of like what you're talking about before, and I go, I know part of it was him being standoffish again because he lost his livelihood as he thinks. But I was even thinking back to shows like remember uh, Emergency and the nurse in that show. I don't remember her name was. We'll probably get to that we'll show eventually. But even she was like, like no super no personality, and I don't know if that was the huh. way it was supposed to be or what. 
Yeah, I don't know. But, but another example, if anyone actually goes back and watches, is <laughs> around the, the 40 minute. Or if anyone minute, has it memorized because they've seen it many, many times. Around the 40 minute, 50 seconds. Oh, geez, uh, I don't point, have timestamps on anything. Steve covers his eyes like a baby. He's like, somebody says, I don't, I don't recall what was said to him, but he puts his hands over his eyes. Well, that's like, when he, no, that's when the doctor shows him the arm. But again, I, I, I know what you're saying, but when I went back in a second look, I kind of get it. He's like, I don't, did you see the look of that thing? I that did, thing looked. All right. In the I, box, it wasn't so right, attractive. Exactly. It's like an arm in a box. Something out of a horror movie that was going to jump out of there and strangle you, <laughs> you know? Right. But so once it's all hooked up. No, I know, but. but but maybe he was also worried about the 840 pages in the manual for the arms. Do you That's remember that true. part? That's true. Like 840 it, pages. Like how many pages are on how to pick your nose? It did, I mean, <laughs> it didn't appear that he read the manual. I'll just say that. No. And I, I mean, I'd be like, so wait, you're going to give me this stuff and you expect me to read 840 pages on just how to reuse my damn arm? No, you can teach me. But yeah, that seemed a little excessive for an arm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it does a lot. No, it moves in like seven different directions. Yeah, fingers. Grip. Yeah, I know. But um, I did find it interesting that they said they would have the same fingerprints. Yeah. How would they know? I, well, no, they were going to graft them, I guess, or copy them off his other hand. But aren't your hands different? They'd be different. Yeah, maybe they right? have them on file. So hopefully he didn't have anything that was already, you know. No, no, I think they said they were going to use the same ones from his other hand. Oh, they actually said. So, so hopefully he didn't have any like fingerprint stuff where he set up with his right hand. <laughs> He, Couldn't he, open the iPhone. He's like, oh, shit, I can't get in my office. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so then they go in and they basically uh, – Darren – Darren, Darren. Oliver. Darren. Yeah, and I man. say his name is Oliver. <laughs> I could be wrong. But Are you confusing just, him with Cousin Oliver from the Pretty Punch? <laughs> I'm pretty sure his name is Oliver. It might have been. I don't know. <laughs> but if not – I don't, you know, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> if it's not, you know where we can find us. We'll tell you at the end. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, they did go. Obviously, um, doc, the doctor did go ahead and agree to give Steve that stuff. And like you said, not really tell him why he was getting this. Right. Like, hey. And why didn't they just make him the offer? You're like, dude, look, we can rebuild you. but we're We can make need- you stronger and faster than you were before. Right. We're just going to need a little. But work you might out have to go murder some uh, Arabs later in the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's he what actually they were, right? says at one point, "I don't want to kill anybody. I don't yeah. want to kill people." But he, I don't think he did. He did. Did he? He did. Oh, see, I thought they made it kind of look like it was yeah, like an so A team type thing. I, I paid particular attention. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay. Unless the grenade blast. Right. I think didn't it was just the shockwave they just launched. Okay, if that's that's how you. That's how it works it. in the. The seventies, a grenade all does is make you go jump in the air three. If you if you want to, and you like, landed on sand, so I'm sure he okay. was fine. All right, we'll go with that. No one was hurt. Yeah, one of the things I did notice um, too in the doctor's office, I, I was kind of surprised, not surprised, but when um, they showed him in the bed, they made it obvious that his legs weren't there. Not that I didn't think they can do it because it's obviously pretty easy it's, you know just cut the bed or whatever right right i just didn't think they'd show it for whatever reason yeah. i thought they were just going to kind of focus on his head <laughs> yeah sense. you're right that goes back to being for that time dramatic. period okay right no yeah. and it totally it was super dramatic i would again if i had watched this at eight or whenever i started actually watching this show i'd be like mom this show sucks <laughs> right 
I like this show is too depressing. Yeah, you know, he. I only got to see him run fifty miles an hour one time right. and, and rip one door off a car. Yeah, and my notes I also have. I don't remember it being such a, a military based show. It seemed like it right. was more civilian life. Right, and I think it was. Again, we I, we'd have to go back and yeah. look at. We'll find well, some actually, other you know episodes. what? I'd, actually, not long ago, I did watch the first episode after this, which was the first like episode episode. That's the proper term, the other way. Um, but and not non-pilot. <laughs> and it will <laughs> leave it in. It wasn't really uh um it wasn't really militaristic if I don't if I recall correctly. Yeah. It it seemed not definitely definitely not civilian because there's some governmental agency running this, but not like it was the Pentagon sending him somewhere. Right, to do right. Something. He's not going overseas and right. Yeah, you know, definitely was not overseas. Yeah. I don't think they ever went overseas again, probably for budget. <laughs> not that they <laughs> really were overseas anyway. Yeah, it was right, like Las Vegas. Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this looks like the Arab Desert somewhere. I forgot what desert they were in. Uh, um, uh, anyway, um, Israel. They were in Israel. Is were they? Yeah. I thought the guy was Israeli, but I didn't think they were in Israel. I thought they took him to like Saudi Arabia. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, or like Iran or something like that. That could be. Anyway, uh, one of the things I did mention on here, <laughs> the doctor's talking to Steve. Uh, you know, Steve's like checking his body out after the you know the first surgery. I'm going to tell you everything, Steve. And then they cut away. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait, why do we get to listen? <laughs> I, I want to know. I I honestly don't recall that part. So I yeah, don't... no, he's like Steve. I'm going to tell you anything. Cut to commercial. No, right. I want to know what he says. Um, but I did notice the uh, one of the things I wrote was in Cyborg. They put the apostrophe between C Y and B O R G for you know. I never knew that there was an apostrophe there. That's in like the intro part. They actually show it that way. I don't know why. Interesting. Um, I, did, I also did know <laughs> when they were showing the eyeball that the guy showing the eyeball really needed a manicure. He probably they probably should have had yeah, model I saw in there that too. It's a bad nails on that. I mean, mine aren't any better, but. No right, but you're not. No one's zooming in on my fingers. They yeah. could have had like a hand model in there. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, finally, when they do go back in and put his uh, bionics in, they did notice again, same thing. No talking in there. Yeah. I mean, okay, I can understand where they wouldn't do like the now all the modern movies have like music playing or whatever, you know. Right. This doctor, you know, only does surgery to Tchaikovsky or this guy only does it to Beethoven, but there was nothing. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, and I that, keep that just his made name it more serious. What's that? That just made it more serious. There was no no talking. Right. This is a really serious procedure to connect his nuclear power <laughs> body parts to this guy's arm. You know, we're not yeah. messing around because we might all die. Which I think they said they were nuclear, right? Yeah, they did. The nuclear powered. Right. Which I'm still trying to figure out how that worked, but whatever. I mean, I know they did use nuclear power, like like the Voyager space probe and stuff like that. Is, but. It's nothing you could put in a guy's arm, but anyway. Um, what did I notice? Uh, a couple other things. Uh, what are, so what, where are we in this show? We're, right now? now we're at the – where are we? Where they put the bionics in. Okay. This is the surgery after it. So this is where – remember afterwards, they, they have them in like the physical therapy room. Kind of oh, yeah. He's like working. Them. Right. Which, how to use again, is – Legit. Not, you know, I don't want to say realistic necessarily, but pretty realistic or how you would see that being portrayed where someone's learning how to walk. Even if they are bionic, they still got to get their brain to work to right, send right. the signals down there. I did notice that the electrodes were giant back then. <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about. 
I guess they were just these giant things on it. I don't can't remember if they were on his head or his body. Well, but. when when he was running and they were showing him running, and he had these no like, wait. wait. The, well, so a couple of things when they were trying to run to them. I don't remember. I remember this the tracksuit because that's what the dolls yeah. had. I, the, I mean, I want one. No, I totally want one. But I saw the those lunch. things, and I, a couple of things came to mind. I'm like, one, they look like old iPads or iPods. Yeah. Yeah, he had like nine <laughs> iPods. Yeah. He really, his chest. you know, he's gonna be going for a long time. He's a lot of music. Yeah, it's like nine thousand. Or they also look like little like bomb packets. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, so I, I did say I put a note on it. Said actually it would have been funny like the first time he moves his foot around, <laughs> he kicks somebody across the room because he can't control it. <laughs> you know, just a moment of levity, break yeah. the tension. Well, he a almost bit. broke the nurse's hand on the right. On the yeah, that see that wouldn't be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, then I did. Yeah. You know, okay. So back to that. We already talked about the, the touching. Which sounds funny. How can you touch me? No. Oh yeah. And here's where I noted where it says OSO and not OSI. So like at one point they changed the name. I don't even know why. Not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So now he goes. He learns. He's running. Right. They show him running like six miles an hour. Right. The other thing I had a question about is so they show him running through the desert. <laughs> In the sand. Where are these cameras? <laughs> they have like, just, he's like running past the camera. And then there's another camera. There, they like, got like mountain lions out there running around. They're probably like, got GoPros run attached. this path through the desert where the yeah, cameras are. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are. Go right. exactly this way. We're going to have these cameras set up, which by the way, in 1974 <laughs> would be like the size of a small house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make sure you smile at the camera when you run by. <laughs> so we know that you're not really exerting any effort when you're running 60 yeah, miles yeah. an hour. Oh, yeah, and a couple things. So I did have a couple things about that. So, yeah, he can run that fast, right? So you notice they show, right, the schematics, right, when he gets the uh, the bionics put in. The weak point, how do his hips handle that movement, right? Because his hips aren't bionic. It's just like from his well, mid-thigh I mean, down. we don't know. We it don't know what they like did. It. Maybe they modified his hips Maybe. Maybe he was the first one with titanium hip joints. Could be. Yeah. Same thing with his shoulder. But here's here's what I thought. You're running 60 miles an hour. If you wipe out, <laughs> you're dead. It's like, he didn't even ha- have a helmet. <laughs> he would die. <laughs> they were not prepared for that. I didn't even think of that. In the sand, chances are you're going down. That is, oh my God. It's like Wile E. Coyote chased the when he, when he attaches yeah. himself to the roadrunner. He just goes into a brick like a mountainside oh i didn't even think of that that's true he should have been running with a helmet at all times he should if he wanted if they wanted to teach proper safety i mean they invested six million dollars right they couldn't get him a damn motorcycle helmet (laughs) yeah and honestly would six million dollars even in the 70s have bought that kind of technology i i don't know i don't know well as you know they're doing the new movie and it's Upgraded to six billion. That so makes is, more sense. Is that the proper um, inflation inflation rate? I'd, I'd say <laughs> I don't think so. It seems know. a little excessive. But well, yeah. By the way, so we'll, we'll, I mean, since we did mention that, they are supposedly giving a green light to a movie with Mark Wahlberg called Six Billion Dollar Man. Wow! And if this podcast lasts that long, if people actually listen to it, yes, we will be watching. You it. know what? <laughs> Even if it doesn't, I will do an episode. Uh, Just on that. We'll do a comeback episode after doing three when no one listens. My wife is a uh, huge Mark Wahlberg fan. Oh, so you got to go anyway. So we'll have at least one, you know, one person listening (laughs) to to, to that episode. I don't even know who else is supposed to be in that. 
but yeah, yeah. Anyway, we digress yet again. But yeah, that's the whole point. Oh yeah. So okay. So then we go into that part where you're talking about where they go have the picnic, right? Hey, Steve, go get some time outside. Basically, that one old lady, I guess, who's part of the OSI, OSO, whatever the hell it is, she basically like tells a nurse. Doesn't oh, yeah. she like tell her? To yeah, go she's off? like. Again, you know, that's all the women were worth back then. She's Just like, take this guy out. She pretty you? much tells her, "Hey, he needs some R and R. Take him out. Yeah, exactly. He needs, you know, he needs to happy. think about, think about stuff." So, <laughs> so they go on to do the 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 picnic where he she, he almost breaks her arm, um, and that's when the car. Well, they stumble upon a car on the way home. Her. Yeah, someone just drove off a cliff. Some lady and her, you know left her son in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Left your son pinned in the vehicle she and just went out. up to the street of yeah. some mountain road where it seems like no one ever goes by. So what are the chances of you finding someone? Maybe you should work on getting your child out of the seat. Right. She was like literally like 25 yards away on the street where right. the kid was trapped. In the right. Park. Exactly. And I mean, I'm guessing she climbed out the window because Steve had to rip the door off. So how the hell did she get out? Yeah. No. She must have climbed out the window, right? Sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's what you're talking about, where he goes and rips the door off, and there's not one bionic noise, which was kind of disappointing. Right. You heard the metal ripping or that noise, which was used later, too, the same metal right. tearing noise that they've used in every show. But it, it didn't day. give it the effect. That no, right. It could, it could be like just some dude right. who ripped the door exactly. off. Exactly. I mean, it could have been any regular strong dude. Right. You know, it could Maybe have just, the door was loose. It could have just been a non Hulk version of Lou Frigno when they ripped yeah. the door off. I mean, it that just, wouldn't have been any fun. He's the car was first damage. He was right. able to pull the door off. Exactly. Although the door looked perfectly fine. Yeah, it did. And of course, like every show in the 70s, the car did burst into flames it just did. because it rolled over. It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto. You ever played it? I, I have. <laughs> I used to play one version of it back before the kids took over the computer stuff. And <laughs> it would be like if you rolled the car, it would just burst into flames for no reason. <laughs> but I guess maybe that, you know, there were no safety features in the car back then. Right, right. So anyway, so he saves her and then, or no, saves, saves him. the kid. Yeah. But he tears his oh, little, yeah, yeah. tears his he, like, fake skin. He beats the seed or something. That's out of the right. Way yeah, yeah. His arm. Right. And in doing that, he tears his shirt and his flesh opens up and right. the wires Which are exposed. Kind of seems like a design flaw. It does. If this thing is a bionic arm that could rip apart a door, maybe you should make it a little more durable. Maybe so it was real skin. Uh, yeah. Was it real skin? <laughs> <laughs> they grafted skin off of his butt and they put it on his arm. I mean, no, remember they said they was going to look just like they were going right. to put hair in there somehow. Which yeah. I never really understood how that was going to happen. Did yeah. they say that? Yeah, they did. It was going to look just like his other arm, which and it did. It well, obviously, it did. because it was really his arm. I mean. <laughs> Wait, he didn't really have bionics. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so he does that, and then they go back to uh, the headquarters, right? And well, wait before oh, they yeah. go. So. The mother. Oh, noted, yeah, she she's like, out. I'm yeah. going to thank you for saving my son. Yeah, and then she sees his arm right. ripped open, and she right. says. What are you? Like, very dramatic. Right. And then takes a kid back. Like then His feelings were hurt. Right. Clearly. Yeah. Which, I guess, I'd be like, bitch, I just saved your wife. Right. Or your kid. Like, would you, who, do you care what I am? <laughs> I just went down, climbed down this hill. You didn't know I had bionic legs and an arm. Lucky and I went for down, you. Right. Exactly. If the, the only bionic person in the entire universe Happened didn't have to- a... But you would be screwed. Right. And you're going to complain because my arm has wires in it. Right. right. You, un- you ungrateful witch. 
<laughs> oh, that's mean. But I guess she, you know, it was the adrenaline. Sure, she was sure. <laughs> she was freaking out. But uh, um, so yeah, so they they go back to the headquarters. My first notice: Why is the nurse laying on the couch again? <laughs> <laughs> right again. I put it in here again. Women in this era were portrayed as so weak. It's like she couldn't handle the drama of this kid. Yeah, she was she was in shock. Right. So she had to lay down with a blanket. <laughs> I'm surprised. Did they have a cold compress on her head? I, I don't know if they that, did. But good. again, it's just she was so, recovering. Yeah, right. It was incident. super typical of the time. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was bad. Um, oh, what, what's that? Oh, she's behind him, and she says he's in love with him after like one date at the picnic. <laughs> I mean, I guess you know, is it like the reverse Nightingale effect? Wasn't that the whole thing where like you fall in love with someone taking care of you, but instead she fell in love with one he was taking care of? She yeah, was yeah. taking care of. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that happens. I don't know. That happens. Sure. Like what? Like um, <laughs> you didn't name another guy? TV show? No, the guy. Um, Stephen Hawking's his nurse fell in love with him. Oh, really? Oh, okay. See, I don't know the full story. I never saw that movie. Oh, yeah. Or read about his life. It's a it's a good book. <laughs> I mean, I, I read the book. Okay. Or, or is, is watch it, the movie. Yeah. Okay. I will. I'll try. Um, so that's when he's in the room by himself, basically. The I don't know again like pouting the, like the well he's like in a detention room like what did he do wrong yeah you know but I guess he's just it was there. a timeout yeah was, <laughs> exactly we're gonna pay, play some calming tones <laughs> so you can calm down a little bit but I did like that he did backhand the guy as soon as he walked yeah basically. yeah I, I wrote a note that he, did, he, I didn't notice did he he didn't use his bionic hand right no he didn't he uses he, he just kind of bitch slapped him with the back right of his which hand. yeah I, yeah. <laughs> He didn't say it, but basically, what did you do to me? But, oh, yeah, see here. So now I said, yeah, he has to go save an Israeli guy. I didn't write where it was, but I did write that um, basically like it is today. The Israelis have, uh, the Arabs have an Israeli, generic Arab. You know, they were fighting back then, which was the case at that time, too, which right. not to get political, but whatever. But basically, Steve agrees to go because he's like, now he knows that. You know, if he's going to, I don't know what they're going to do. They're not going to, like, take his arm away, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why he agrees. Right, yeah. <laughs> he could pretty much have just busted his way out of right, there. exactly. He but he agrees yeah, to go. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, I did note, too, that uh, I think it was when he went there, right? Was he wearing, like, a checkered suit? Was that? Oh, I don't know. Because I, I wrote awesome check suit. This was like black and white checkered suit. I said, I think I had the same one in first Wait. grade because I did have something. Like it. it was like a sport coat with like a checks pattern and pants. It was, I thought it was awesome back then. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember it. I, I see. I remember seeing pictures of it. I should say. So I, I just have one observation. Yeah, yeah, no. I jotted down about right. that. So it's six million dollar man being briefed on this terrorist kidnapping. Right. And right. The projector was like, it was a projector. You would think like they have a six million dollar man, they would have like a, uh, like a TV or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <coughs> like, the technology didn't match. That's that's all. That's all I noticed. Oh, that was they kind didn't of have a, TVs back then. That was kind of a theme throughout the, the the show. I mean, the technology. Like they tried to be futuristic, but at the same time, they were they they built this bionic cyborg person. Right. right, but they didn't I, have any. Yeah. But they didn't have any other like cool technology. Right, I, I guess I can understand what you're saying. 
but I don't know what they would have used. But yeah, they could, I don't know. They could have made it seem futuristic, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Just looking for a little right. But I, I did. Right, I also was wondering, like, so he was an astronaut, right? right? How does he know how to be a spy? I mean, was that like that's part of was that part of the brain they took out? Did they like input some data on how to be a spy? I'm pretty sure all <laughs> astronauts know how to be is that what it test is? pilots and spies. That's like your like when you go to astronaut school, they also teach you so, how to be a CIA yeah, agent. You know, That's your like backup in case you yeah. fail. It's like going to college. Uh, just in case you, you wash out of the astronaut program, well rounded. Yeah, I guess if you get vertigo, you can't handle that little spinning thing where they put you in there to test your G forces. Right. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. Um, I did note that you know when they went in the desert, there was a. Um, it was missing the music. Remember the music that they would play, which was in the right. They would do dun, 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 yeah, yeah. running. I swear that that was in there all the time when they were running. And I can't believe I just did that by voice. But when he was running, I swear that was always the case. Because I remember when I used to be at Dan's house, our friend Dan, <laughs> and we would play Pitfall. Oh, yeah. Remember Pitfall? Yep. And when we'd be running, Sorry. I would make that noise. <laughs> like, Because I was a total I, dork. I, 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 yeah. So I don't know. But I, it just seemed really quiet when they just showed him running through the desert. And there was nothing. There was... There was what I did notice that there was slow mo, but there was also sped up, which was yeah, different. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of funny because like one time he almost fell down. Right, like, you could see the sand like yeah, moving exactly. quicker than it. But they didn't really have any, but they did have horns and woodwind instruments, which I thought kind of not exciting for I, the type yeah. of thing. It was yeah, it was kind of weak. But I, I just thought it was missing the music that we. Uh, All right, we going like, forward, I'm going to pay more attention to the music. Well, yeah. Well, and I don't know. I mean, I'm going to assume that like other episodes that will be ones we remember more, right? Because yeah, yeah, this was the pilot. You know, I remember. Go ahead. I, I was thinking just the desert scene. There was yeah. a lot of shooting, right? And there was tons of ricocheting bullets <laughs> off the sand. I, that was some. It was wet sand, so it was kind of <laughs> hard. <laughs> I was like, when he was shooting the machine gun, it was like. You know, kind of constant. Well, there was that was one fine. building, but then the rest of the gunshots were all like. Beow, beow. <laughs> what what I put in there, I did I did notice that it seemed like it that scene reminded me of like the Raiders of the Lost Ark scene at the end. Remember, they were out in the desert. They had the plane there, and they fights that big dude. Oh yeah, yeah. There yeah. was a lot of you know maybe Spielberg took not he didn't steal from it, but I mean like took that to heart in a sense. Not that he watched this episode. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> you, but you, you know what you, I mean. It was like you're reaching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Steven Spielberg in 1974 or whatever was in his house. He's like, oh my God, this is going to be good. This is going to be going to one of my biggest blockbusters ever. Except I'm going to make it a Nazi. <laughs> and But it's still going to be in the desert. That's right. Because I think, yes, anyway. <laughs> um, but what I also noticed is like, maybe he didn't know how to be a spy so much because. He didn't bother waiting for it to get dark to surprise anybody. He just goes in a broad true. daylight. He is true. like, what the hell? Why not just wait? And uh, and he got pretty shot up. He, I mean, they shot him. Did they shoot him? Yeah. There's one point where he's running for the plane. Shot. Just like Indiana Jones. And, <laughs> right, exactly. And he gets shot. See? And he falls down. Oh, he gets shot in the leg. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Okay. I had no idea. It just fell down. So, and then he had like a blood spot on his side at one point. So, I'm oh, like, okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah, Luckily, they didn't up. hit a plutonium pack in his leg. And right. Just ended everybody. <laughs> turned that whole desert into glass yeah, right there. Right. Yeah. 
But uh, so yeah, so then they you know they did get the guy out. Supposed somehow the guy that ended up not being the guy that he was supposed to yeah. rescue was another guy that was in there. Right. But he knew how to fly the plane that just happened to be sitting in the desert. Right. That's pure luck. Do you know how to fly that plane? Yeah. Okay. Go run to it, and I'll beat everybody else up, and I'll meet you there. And I'm sure you can get started. Right. I'm sure it's just ready to go. Fuel, fuel up. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. Oh yeah, they put like. And also, there was a tank there. Where did oh, yeah. that tank come from? Because that plane wasn't big enough to carry a tank. No. It, did they just drove that drive in. it for 100 miles? <laughs> yes, yeah, they drove that in several. <laughs> yeah. so, then, so then after he escapes, and he I don't know what happened to the guy that flew him out of there. We never see him again. No, because why would you? But Who cares? But when they're back at the lab, he's laying... Like on a patient table or whatever you call it, hospital bed. Right, right. And the dude with the limp comes in, who he pretty much hates, right? Right. So he says, let me tell you something. And he like calls him closer to him, and he whispers something to him. And the guy's like, oh, I haven't been called that since grade school. <laughs> and then Steve Austin winks at him. So like now they're buddies. Right. So that like it, it, it kind of like foreshadows that now he's cool with everything. Right, that he's like, I'm Steve Austin, I'm the Bionic yeah. Man, I'm ready for right like, several seasons. I can beat the shit out of anybody, and this is gonna be pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to be a spy. Yeah, he's like, I screw felt, that, screw that he's astronaut like, he's stuff. Like, when, I, when I was out in the, the desert, Apollo missions, done and over anyway. Yeah, he's like when I was out in the desert, I wanted to live. <laughs> that was like, well, I, I thought I was like, and it's. I wasn't sure if it was like a test, almost like to trap him. But well, that was was it? Yeah. It, well, they it didn't said, make any sense. They said pretty so, much they're setting him out here. They know the other guy is dead. Yeah. So what was the point? They wanted to see if he could make it out. Well, I don't understand what the point was though, because because if he died, because what if he died, then they just wasted six million dollars, right? And that and Oscar said, or not Oscar, what did I say, Oliver, he said, yeah, I can, I can, we can build another one. We just got to find guess. the right guy. I got to make sure he's the right guy. Yeah, I mean, what's just another black black ops mission thing, right? They can that's hide right. money anywhere. That's right. All right, I guess so. And well, I mean, that's really all I had. I didn't really have anything. Oh wait, I didn't write one thing. Uh, I think he was talking to that Israeli guy. He saved. Oh yeah, when he broke it out of his chains. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, how do you do that? Vitamins. Vitamins. <laughs> And that's kind of like the Steve Austin. You kind of know he did always have a little bit of wisecracks. Not that they were really great, but he always did have a little bit of yeah, yeah. smartassy thing. Yeah, I like that better than the pouting. So the, right, sort of, the pouting was he a lost turn-off. his legs and his arms. I, you know, so right to pout. I don't care. I mean, not that I don't care, but right. I mean, I just exactly. As a child, that, remember part of that dinging. Our uh, spouses are uh, trying to find out if we're done recording. I think. Yeah. Uh, are you done? It's time for dinner. And we can cut that out. Anyway. All right. So uh, did we mention everything I want to talk about? One, uh, I, I think I mentioned, right? We talk about the, tar- the title thing. The one, <laughs> the one point I wanted to mention is that so this, the website was called The Art of the Title. It, it seemed pretty interesting. I only looked at the one, and I didn't read the whole thing, but they talk about how they put together the title sequence for the show. And I guess they do it for other shows as well. And... So, like I said, this was kind of a mishmash of the the uh, um, the show, the original movie, I guess that there was, 
And then they put it together to kind of make the pilot episode. But this wasn't the original theme song that we all know and love. So oh, this, is good. this is a little bit different. I'm going to play a little bit of it. I certainly don't remember. This is from the 1973 episode or movie that was called Wine, Women, and War, which we couldn't, I couldn't find online, so we didn't bother with it. But let's see if we can take a little listen to this here and see what you guys think of this. It's similar. Sing along. Here we go. He's the man. Six million He's the man. Six million man. Catch him if you can. Beat him if you can. That's the best. What's, ex- right what's the explosion? I think that was his bionic leg. <laughs> it just there was a up? mushroom cloud. I don't know. So um, I have to. Oh, I have to look it up. Someone said who it was singing, and I can't remember. But we'll we'll put it in the show notes. The link to the website because it is pretty interesting. And there's a um, they there's a little uh, video too where they talk about putting it together, and it's it's. I think I find it pretty interesting. But I, I love the. <laughs> the, the other theme music with just the explosion at the end just cracks me up <laughs> it's like wait did he just die at the end <laughs> but anyway that's pretty much all I have to say about this episode it just it it wasn't what I remember um not not at all no not at all. but it'd be interesting it's well, see, I guess it's a good but it's a good base and that's why we're doing it why right. we're doing the pilots of these shows because they do change over time right a lot of times because maybe the, the studio says, we need to amp this up a little bit or whatever. Right, right. Or writers change, right? Exactly. And the, you know, they follow the season, people leave, whatever. So that's why we're doing we'll the, do the pilot, pilot here. And then and then uh, some, some episodes that we remember and we right. liked and we'll see how different they are. From right. And if, again, if anyone listens and they want to suggest an episode that you remember of a show we're talking about, that's fine. Or even a show too. Cause there, you know, I, I was looking online for things uh, just for weird intros, like the intro for the sneak preview thing with the CBS special presentation. And I found some shows that I never knew existed. were only like eight episodes. I'm like, oh, I wish Maybe I we'll have to check some show. of those out. Yeah. Like one of them had Michael Keaton in it and with Jim Belushi. I forgot what the show oh, was wow. called. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I remember what it was called, but it looked dumb. Got to look at that. So yeah, so that's that, that's this episode. Um, again, we you can first of all subscribe to the podcast. By now that you're re- listening to this, we should be up on iTunes. Um, please rate us. Um, that would be helpful because that's always what everyone needs. At least all the professional people that I hear that talk about it. <laughs> what do I know? Also, our Twitter again is I used to watch this with the number two. Instagram is I used to watch this using a T-O in the middle. It's facebook.com slash I used to watch this all spelled out. And I used to watch this.com. And we'll have this all on the show notes. So it'll be easy to just click. Right. And that stuff will be all easy to find you on the website and everything. When um, By the time this is live, that should all be live. Hopefully, um, maybe not. It depends on which is easier to do. <laughs> we're almost done. <laughs> and we're thinking our our next review is going to be... Uh, not really review. We're not talk. Review. Yeah, all right. We're discussion. Because yeah, we're not professional. We're not reviewing. We're not critics. We're not judging. Yeah, we don't know. So our next review, or whatever we want to call it, will be The Greatest American Hero. That was right. one of my all-time favorites as a kid. <laughs> and I'm sure it's you know 
a completely different show watching it as an adult. So probably not. Looking forward. To it. <laughs> and here's a little sneak peek. We all remember the song. What, this was actually a single, too. Yeah, well, I, right. And I think it actually I, got pretty high in the chart. I'm going to confess that so I, bought, I bought the 45. <laughs> Mike also used to run around with a blanket around his uh, wrap well, around no. his neck and flying around, pretending he was Ralph. So I used to have those, like, I don't know if they're like 9-inch, 10-inch, like, action figures. It's like Superman, yeah, Dukes of Hazard. So, so I took, what was it, Bo Duke with the blonde hair? <laughs> and I put the Superman suit on him, and I drew a logo of the Greatest American Hero so that I could, he would be the Greatest American So I made my own toy. <laughs> That's awesome. No, everyone loves Greatest American Hero, probably. Except for our parents. They probably all thought it was stupid. <laughs> And, but, and we probably will now too, but we'll see. We'll I don't see. know. I don't know. All I can see now is looking at this again. Is I'm seeing the little. Oh, that's what I should mention. No, I'll wait for the episode. But I'm, <laughs> looking, but I'm looking, looking at his little symbol on his shirt. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I think it's, it's like a bird. bird. Well, it's like some generic, like. Um, it's a bird. Asian lettering, almost or whatever. But it's, it's what, it, what it reminded me of, the first time I ever saw a box elder bug, you ever see one of those? They have like weird red lettering on the back, or let, red, <laughs> not <laughs> all the, <laughs> we'll cut this out. All right. Anyway, uh, box elder bugs, they have like weird uh, symbol on the back, it seems like. It looked like that. But anyway, mm. and that's our next show. That's what we're going to do. Uh, watch for it. Remember, subscribe, rate us. Um I'm Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. Thanks and for listening. Thanks for listening and uh, hope you enjoyed.